You're listening to the Well Woman and Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 31. And today we are talking all about the hot topic of dry skin brushing. And we're looking at all the benefits that it has to us as women. So join me and let's dive in. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint. Have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Well, hello, ladies, and welcome back to another episode. And I really hope that you enjoyed our last episode, our interview with Sarah Nannan. I so did, and um, that you got some great tips from her. And the recap that I want to just leave you with here is this. Even though, you know, we talked largely about, you know, loss of a spouse or loss of a human, loss comes in many forms for many of us, okay? Loss can be the loss of a pet. It can be the loss of friends. It can be the loss of a job. It cannot even be necessarily a loss in the sense of a loss. It can be, you know, transitioning from one job to another job. It could be retiring. It could be, you know, moving into a different age group. All of those things are different stages and can be categorized for some of us if looked at as a loss. So I know that she gave us so many great tips and I so enjoyed her um, interview and I'm going to try to be bringing her back on and into our podcast page that I'm going to tell you about later. So I've got to give you a little bit of that disclaimer love. So we're going to start off by letting you know that the information included, but not limited to text, graphics, images, and other material contained on the Well Woman Network and in the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast on our blogs or anywhere else that we give you information is for that only educational resources for educational purposes only. The purpose of our educational resources are to promote broad consumer understanding and knowledge of various women's health topics. It is not intended to be a substitute for medical professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your personal physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regime. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have read or heard on any of our platforms. And remember that this does not constitute a nurse practitioner client arrangement. So now that we got that little bit of unpleasant but love out of the way, I wanted to bring to you today our hot topic. But before that, let's get into and talk about our did you know topic that I told you that I was going to be bringing to you every episode. So here it is, ladies. Did you know that many of us women lack adequate vitamin D levels? And vitamin D is necessary for optimal bone and nerve health. 
both of which are needed for our lower body strength. Low vitamin D levels may also make you more susceptible to falls, ladies. So go get your vitamin D level checked today, see where you are, and then if you are low, then you, then you might need to supplement with a good vitamin D supplement. Because vitamin D, ladies, is a pro-growth hormone and it's needed for all areas of our body. Okay? All right. So today I wanted to talk to you about another hot topic that's out there, a trend. Like I told you, season two is going to be a lot about talking about trends and things that are going out there, the good, the bad, the ugly, and you know, should we be doing them and how are they good for us as women? So today I wanted to bring you the topic of dry brushing. Okay. That's skin dry brushing that is. So we're going to talk about what is dry brushing. All right. We're going to do that. Then we're going to move into the benefits of dry brushing and see all about that kind of stuff for us. Then I want to talk to you a little bit about um, how do you do this thing called dry brushing. And then I want to end with a recap and just to tell you, you know, when you should do it and when you should not do it. And then we'll talk about a few tips at the end of making this a part of your daily routine. So how does that sound? Good. All right. So let's hop on in and let's start talking about what is this thing called dry brushing. Okay. If you have any issues, ladies, with dry skin, with flaky, painful skin from dryness or rough areas, then dry skin brushing may be actually good for you. And it's good overall. But if you have these extra things, it can even be even more beneficial. You may have heard of this technique or seen the brushes for sale in health food stores, but you may not have realized that it was something you could benefit from, right? Sometimes we don't know what we can benefit from and what we can't. We hear all this hype and we don't know, is it really for us or is it not? So if you're new to this technique and wanting to know more about it, we are going to be talking about that today. And I wanted to just have you have an open mind and think about adding this idea of dry skin brushing into your routine and what it can mean for you. Okay, so dry skin brushing is a simple enough method. You use a non-synthetic or natural bristle brush on your body to remove dry skin. This brushing technique is done all over your body, ladies, and with no lotion, soaps, or water. You simply brush the body gently, making sure to get every part of your body, then you take a shower afterwards. It is considered to be a more natural and a milder form of exfoliation and also of detoxification for your body than using the over-the-counter and chemical exfoliating methods that can actually cut or damage your skin. All right. So the main tool of dry skin brushing is the brush itself. That's it. You can use a soft towel that is specifically for the, um, for the days that you want to do dry brushing as well. Okay. So a rougher towel can work too. This does help at the beginning when your skin is still very sensitive to the entire dry brushing, um, process. The most important thing though, ladies, to keep in mind with dry skin brushing is the brush itself. You need to use something with natural bristles. Synthetic brushes can cause damage to your skin and they may be too harsh for some of our skin types. I know that I have very sensitive skin and I had to find one that had a little bit more softer of a bristle head. So you can check different ones out. Also finding a soft brush or bristle is most optimal. And you can find these in natural health stores or some spa supplies, supply these type of brushes. You can even go on Amazon and find them there. That's where I found mine. All right. So next I want to talk to you about the benefits 
of dry skin brushing. So I'll be back in a second. I'm going to take a sip of my water and then we'll go into that. All right. Okay. So ladies, there are several benefits to dry skin brushing. One of the main benefits is of course, the removal of dry skin from the body. Some other benefits include the reduction of cellulite because cellulite is able to, um, cellulite is that buildup stuff, you know, around our tushies and our butt. Some of us may have a little bit in the abdomen, but for most women, we carry cellulite on our thighs. And I know that I've had that in my, in my life and I still have a little bit of a tip. Very hard to get rid of cellulite. So dry brushing may be one of those things that can help with that. All right, so I want you to also look at that you may be thinking, okay, that dry brushing costs a lot of money, but it doesn't because like I said, you can go on Amazon and you can find these brushes anywhere. So let's talk about now the benefits of dry brushing. So one of the main benefits, like I just said, was the reduction of cellulite. And how does this help? You may be asking, well, it does it through three main components. Number one, the lymphatic system. One of the key benefits of dry brushing occurs to the lymphatic system. This is an important benefit because this system helps remove cellular waste. The dry brushing technique helps open the cells and the system to cycling the waste out into rebuilding the skin and cell and our cellular system. It helps prevent blockage in the system as well. Think of it as opening up blocked pores and making sure that things are cycling out properly and allowing the area to be cleaned properly as well. So number one, it helps the lymphatic system. And sometimes, you know, you might have not heard before, but they talk about that cellulite is just our blocked lymphatic system with junk and toxins. And the toxins that we talked about, like I will be talking about that a lot more. And on another episode with an interview that we're going to be doing, we talked about, we're going to be talking about toxins. They get inside the body and our body doesn't know what to do with those toxins. So what it does is it just goes and it forms into fat cells and it goes and it stays there. And that sometimes turns into cellulite. So yeah, an unreality there, but so true. So it helps with the lymphatic system. Secondly, it helps with circulation. Poor circulation can cause a number of problems with the skin, including a buildup of dry skin cells and a buildup of fat in certain areas. Okay. Just talked about this. The increase in circulation that is caused by the dry brushing technique can help stimulate your cells, ladies, just like with the lymphatic system. This increased circulation helps with the removal of metabolic waste from the body, which can help the skin distribute natural oils, making the skin softer and smoother over time without the need for the over-the-counter lotions that sometimes can have harsh or have harsh chemicals and ingredients in them. And last, dry brushing can help with stress relief. Another leading benefit to dry brushing is the ability to add a new level of stress relief to your routine. And I have been hearing from so many of our well women in all of our different groups that the stress right now for a lot of us is really high. So the act of dry brushing can stimulate the skin and help release tension throughout the body without a harsh massage or deep tissue option. Following the dry brushing with the hot shower can also help relieve even more tension and stress. Ideally, you can follow that with something equally relaxing, like adding a little essential oils to some base um, type of oil to put on your body. You can use, have some meditation time afterwards. You can have some relaxing music going while you're doing um, your dry brushing, or you can put on a great organic lotion after you've done the dry brushing. 
So ladies, you see, these benefits can help with mild to moderate skin irritations and issues that you may be having. If you have more serious issues, you will definitely want to be consulting your medical doctor or seeing a dermatologist before starting dry brushing techniques. Like if you have psoriasis or if you have severe eczema over your body, these are conditions that you don't want to be making worse by doing dry brushing. So you want to start off by going and seeing your medical professional to see if you can do dry brushing and add it in if you have those types of skin conditions or any other type of medical skin condition. Okay. So that is some of the benefits. And I love that because I have been doing the dry brushing and I've been noticing a reduction. I've been noticing a reduction, not like, you know, getting rid of it, but a reduction in my cellulite around my thighs. And for me, that's an improvement. And I also have really dry skin. And I've noticed that since I've been doing dry brushing, um, for the past, I've only been doing it for the last several months is that my skin isn't as dry as it used to be. And if I, especially if I follow it up with a great creamy, you know, really, um, for me, I use a really highly oiled lotion because I am that dry. My husband calls me a reptile. So that should give you some idea of just how dry my skin is. Okay. So next I want to move into how do you do this dry brushing technique? All right, so you bought your dry brush and you've read all the tips and tricks about the technique. You know what the benefits are because we just talked about them and how to make them work for you. The trick now is that you need to get started and you might not have an idea of how to do this technique. So everything you've read has probably told you what the techniques are but failed to give you the steps that you need. So we're gonna talk about those steps and how to get started. So number one, get in the shower. One of the first steps you need to take to dry skin brushing is to get in the shower or your bathtub. You want to be in a place where the dry skin is contained, <clears throat> excuse me, and can be removed from the area easily. You will also be showering or taking a bath after you dry skin brush in order to remove the extra skin that the brush may not have removed. It will also serve as a method to clean the pores and regenerate and rejuvenate your cells. If you do not want to shower, you can choose to take a bath instead, ladies. Either way works. Just as long as you are following either taking a shower or a bath after dry brushing, because again, you want to get rid of all that dead flaky skin that's still there. You want to, you want to open and then you want to close those pores. All right. Then you want to brush your entire body. One thing that you may be questioning is what part of your body should you dry brush? And the truth is, ladies, is you should be brushing your entire body. You may be wondering also how to handle areas like breasts and other sensitive areas of your body. Well, all you need to do is brush lighter in these areas, but do not avoid them. You need to remove the dry skin from every area of your body to keep your skin cells moving and to keep the skin health in good standing. So the answer, my friends, is to brush your entire body, avoiding nothing. All right. And you also want to start from the bottom and circulate your way and circulate, you know, all the way up to your body. So you want to brush, 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 and you kind of want to do this technique. And if you go online, you can kind of see, um, a dry brushing like diagram of how and how, how, where you should start and where you should finish, because you want to start cleaning out the lymphatic system. And there's a certain way of doing this and there's a great, there's great diagrams all over there. 
All right, so the next thing is we want to talk about alternating your water temperature in your shower. Now, this is gonna be a little bit harder to do, okay, if you take a bath. That's why I recommend that after your dry brushing, you try taking a shower and leaving your baths for another time. Okay, so one aspect that you may not have considered is the water temperature after you do the dry brushing procedure. A lot of people suggest going from having the water as hot as you can stand it to as cold as you can stand it. So you do not want to do this immediately, okay? Like going strictly from really hot to really cold. You want to make it a gradual decrease in temperature from hot to cold. This is done to open your pores and then close them by getting them to tighten up. And this will also help ladies with, what are we talking about this whole time? Cellulite. That's right it will help with cellulite because dry brushing, one of the main benefits is to help us with cellulite. And that's a thing that women face a lot. All right. So, you know, there are several steps that you can add into your dry brushing, but those are the basic ones that I wanted to talk to you about because they're simple. Okay. And you can find, you know, like I said, the dry brush anywhere else, and you can make this into just a dry brushing thing. You can make it into a little mini spa day. You can make it into a little, you know, me time. You can do it by, like I said before, adding in music, meditation, essential oils, lotion, all those type of things to make it really personable for you. Because again, this is a self care idea and a self care um, routine that you could and should be adding into your routine of self-care. Okay. So when should you do dry skin brushing? So we're going to move into that next. Okay. So now let's talk about a few tips and tricks to keep in mind when you are considering adding dry brushing to your routine and how you need to bring it in and increase it or decreases as decrease it as needed. All right. Extreme dry and flaking skin. We're going to talk about first. One of the leading reasons that people use dry skin brushing in their health routine is for extremely dry or flaking skin. Again, if you have skin issues, dermatological skin issues, you want to check with your medical provider first. The brushing helps to remove that skin and it helps to help you to regenerate new skin to form in its place. Though you can use ointments and lotion, these methods can actually cause the dry skin to remain dry and it can clog the pores, which will decrease the amount of healthy skin that is formed and it will prolong the dry and flaking symptoms you are having. Dry brushing removes the dry skin, it opens your pores, and it helps circulation so that your body works with you and not against you. All right. Number two, we have seasonal changes, changing of the seasons. Like last Saturday, we went from, it was, um, what was it? It was, oh, the first day of fall. Okay. So we're now moving into fall. So with the changing of the seasons, seasons, especially in areas where there is severe cold spell or there's hot spells, these can raise havoc on our skin. These situations, ladies, when you're in them, you should consider using dry brushing to help with the symptoms and stimulate your body to create the natural oils that will help your skin develop and be more easily um, beautified. Okay. Without having to do a lot of extra stuff. For most cases, you will most likely want to increase the dry skin brushing during colder months, and you will want to decrease it during the hotter months to help with the seasonal changing and keeping and keeping in with your body's natural circulation. Okay, so because our bodies tend to be drier in the summer, um, you may want to do it less. And if you have really dry skin like myself, 
um, you'll want to do it less than, you know, than more often, so to speak, if that's correct English, which it probably isn't. But anyways, okay. Another thing keep in mind when you want to dry, when you want to get dry skin brushing is to, when you have a change in exercise routine, if you're changing your exercise routine, you may find that your skin reacts oddly to this change. It could become very dry or it could become very oily. Each of these is a sign to you of what you may need to do to your skin brushing routine. For example, if your skin is too dry, you should increase the brushing. Whereas if your skin is too oily, you should decrease it around exercise. Okay. Because exercise is opening up our pores. It's causing us to sweat more. And when we sweat more, we produce more oils. And for some skin types, you're just more oily. And for others, you're just more dry. Okay. So again, you're just going to have to monitor your type to see which way that you need to go. Again, it's a personal thing. You know, you have to just try it and see what works best for you. If you're doing it too much and you find that um, your skin is becoming too dry or you're finding that your skin is becoming too raw, then you want to back off. If you have oilier skin and you um, may need to do it more often. So each one of us is individual. And again, you just have to start with the few basic things, start off with a couple times a week, see how it goes, and then you can increase or decrease from there. Okay. So those are just a few tips that I wanted to give you. The key point ladies to keep in mind with dry skin brushing is number one, to be gentle and work with what your body needs. Like what we just talked about, start out slowly and it's okay to decrease or increase like we just said. So there's no right or wrong, just start. Okay. So now I want to just dive into the closing and I want to recap and end with a few tips. All right. So we talked about the types of brushes to use and the key point here, ladies, is to keep in mind is that you need to stay away from synthetic brushes. Okay. When we talked about that earlier, the ideal, the ideal dry skin brush is made of natural bristles that are soft. When you think of the softness and quality of your brush, think of something like a makeup brush and how it feels if it's too coarse on your face, it can hurt and it can feel like it's actually cutting into your skin or just applying your makeup all wrong. A high quality brush made of natural bristles will not have the same effect and is gentle enough to use daily if you so choose to do it. So there are brushes, especially for dry skin brushing, but if you're on a budget or have no health food store or no place near you, but again, we always have the computer and we have Amazon. You can consider, you know, just using a, like we talked about earlier, a rougher towel that also can, that also can help. Okay. You can also even do, um, a dry brushing for, children or for toddlers, but you just want to make sure that their brush is really for sensitive skin because their skin is really soft. Okay. And you'll notice that once you get the right brush, oh, it's going to feel so fabulous. I know I feel fabulous after I do mine. All right. Then again, we talked about where you should do your dry skin brushing, the location. We told you that you're going to want to make sure that you're either in the shower or you're in the bath. Okay. Either way, because you don't want your dry flaky skin to be on the floor all over your house. You don't want it to get on your clothes. So essentially you need to be naked. Okay. Hope that was a given. And then we talked about before about doing, going from, you know, from hot water to cold water gradually. And it's a lot easier if you do that in the shower than it is to do in a bath, but you can also just take a lukewarm bath or, you know, and enjoy the soak. If you want to do that too, after you've cleaned out the bottom of the tub of all the dry skin. 
okay? Or sometimes I do a bath, and after I get done with my dry um, brushing, I clean out the tub, and then I take an actual oatmeal bath, which I really love. I just grind up some oatmeal in my Vitamix, and I put it inside the bath because oatmeal is very soothing, and it has a lot of oil um, elements to it, so it's really great for me. Or I mix my essential oils in with um, some either Epsom salt or with some other carrier oils, and I'll put that in my bath water too and just soak and enjoy a great aromatherapy um, in a bath that way after I've done my dry brushing. So again, this is all about self-care and it's all about your personal routine. You don't have to do any of that. You can just dry brush, you know, rinse off if you have to, if you don't have a lot of time, or if you're doing it at the gym and you're pressed for time and you just want to do it right in there, you can do dry brushing anywhere where there's a shower or a bath that you can just get off the dry skin afterwards, okay? So it's not like this hard and fast rule of anything. Not hard at all, ladies. I don't want you to think that this is a major deal because it's not. So the other thing too, and I'm going to leave you with this too. One of the most important things is we've talked about with anything that we do, ladies, no matter what it is that we're incorporating, it's creating a what? It's creating a routine around doing it. Because if you don't have a routine, then you're not going to do it. So you need to create a dry skin brushing routine that not only works in your schedule, but also helps to ensure that you will stick with it, right? Because if you're not going to stick with it, what's, you're not going to get the benefits. What's the purpose? Ideally, you'll be doing a dry skin brushing session at least twice to three times a week. You can reduce or increase the frequency depending on what you feel your skin needs. If your skin feels dry or hurts or raw, then you want to reduce the amount of times you are doing it per week. If your skin is still heavily dry, then increase the amount of times that you do it per week. So it just depends on, again, your personal skin type. So I want you to also to remember that the cost of the brush is not as important as the quality. You can find a variety of dry skin brushes located in your local health food stores or online for a small fee that work very well. Stick to the tips and tricks that I have given you today. Ladies, and you will be well on your way to a comfortable and beneficial dry skin brushing routine. So here's what I want you to do. Here's the action item. I want you to try this, okay? Because there are so many good things out there, but if we don't try them, we'll never know the benefit, right? And we'll never know how good we feel unless we do. So go get a dry brush, start incorporating it into your self-care routine. It's not expensive. It's not time consuming. It's something that we can all do, and it's something that we can all benefit as women from, especially if you have little pockets or areas of cellulite. This will be a great way. And also, ladies, with the flu and cold season coming up, this is a fabulous time to start because it's going to help with your lymphatic system, which also helps your immune system. You get out all those toxins, and your body is better able to function correctly, all right? So as always, ladies, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned a few things about this hot topic of dry brushing, and we'll find a way to add it into your self-care routine. So if you did, if you loved this episode, please do me a favor and leave me a rating and review over on iTunes and snap a picture of yourself while you're doing it, while you're listening to the episode, not while you're driving necessarily, and share it over on Instagram, on your story, and tag me at Well Woman Network so I can be sure to give you a shout out right back and send you a DM of gratitude, okay? So just a heads up, I wanted to let you know that I just created a brand new Facebook group for this podcast community. 
so that we can continue this, the discussion of the topics that we're talking about here. And when we bring guests on to interview them, I'm hoping that I can get them to come into the group to talk to you a little bit further about the topic, or if you have any questions that you'd like to ask them that you can ask them there, or if you have any questions regarding the topic of the week that we're talking about, or any topic that we have talked about on the podcast, I would love to carry on that discussion with you further. And you can find us over at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash well woman healthy lifestyle podcast. So I hope to see you over there. I hope to see a picture of you listening to our episode over on the gram. I would love to see you give us a rating and review on iTunes because ladies, I just can't stress it enough. That is so important over on iTunes. It is one of the major factors that they use in ranking up a podcast or putting the podcast out there so that other people can view it and can find it easily is by the ratings and reviews. So you don't have to just give us a rating and review one time. You can rate us and review us every single episode and you can give us a, a review of every episode and tell us what you liked about it or simply tell us what you liked about overall about the podcast or things that you would love to hear. And then I'll be more than happy to share that rating review from you on one of our future episodes. Okay, ladies. So until then, thank you so much. I hope you gained something from this episode. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Have a blessed week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.